0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascalli Ribocyclyb 200 mg at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascalli is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascalli Ribocyclib 200 mg at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascalli is right for you.
1: welcome back to another episode of strictly hip-hop this is a special one this is strictly hip-hop local artist episode four and here with me is nick heel and chris adams
2: it's your boy you know we got the hennessy on deck
3: it's your boy and me, you know <laughs> thing, me little, jetta. little jetta
2: little he pulled up in the hatchback i was passenger seat seat in the hatchback you know how it is that's true yeah. he was i was yeah.
1: All right, well, guys. Let's get let's get into it. So this is somewhere in the valley mixtape. Somewhere in the valley. But now in the valley. Somewhere. Somewhere. I can't tell you where. it was, so, it was just somewhere. Nick, yep. this is your project. Yes. How do you how do you feel? How what was that moment like when you just first just done?
2: Well, it was stressing me out a lot to be honest because you know the finishing. I had like two more songs to finish at the end, and uh, so I was stressing out about that. But I got them done. And it felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: to have that final just mix and yeah, it just just all done.
2: I can't even explain it.
1: All right, so we got here to Somewhere in the Valley. So, Somewhere in the Valley. Now, I remember talking to you about it, so I vaguely have an idea because I was involved a lot in the process. But uh, tell me about the, the cover art and the title, like where the inspiration came from and everything for well, this project.
2: Um Three or four months ago, I went to California for my first time, and uh, my sister lives in the valley. She lives in Burbank, which is, um, which is somewhere in the valley, and uh, so I spent a week in California in the valley, and that trip just really opened my eyes, like seeing the lifestyle of California, like, cause like I always dreamed about going there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I finally get to go there, and it's like everything I've always imagined and um so really it's it's about the trip I took but also where I want to end up or like where my destination is so I took a trip to somewhere in the valley but in the future I would like to live somewhere in the valley so really it's like
1: it's like both sides yeah yeah I I got you yeah because I mean I've to be honest with you I've known you since before and after the trip and I I think when you came back I think I just noticed that you were just a lot more inspired in terms of
2: it really inspired me like everybody there there's like all different types of people doing their own thing it's like a beautiful place with beautiful people yeah
1: and so I mean obviously that that was your inspiration um so the creative process how how difficult was it to be able to kind of capture those thoughts and that that level of inspiration was it did it come easy because of the inspiration or was it just or was it very difficult to try and capture those vibes of being there somewhere in the valley because i think you really do take us there in that in this project
2: i think it was kind of difficult because before i left to go to california i think i had like one or two songs done on this mixtape it might have been one it might be undefeated with mj and uh I I got back and I had so many thoughts in my head that it was like hard to process it all. Like I had to take like a month off of like trying to make music because I just had to soak it all in and then that's when it all got organized in my head and it was pretty easy after that to you know get my vision,
1: yeah, to kind of draw your inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that with that being said with the creative process and everything, I was introduced kind of early, very early into the process. I think you had three songs done the first time. You showed me everything yeah. that you had, and so like from that moment, I knew that this was going to be something like big, something different. And I, I'll keep saying this again throughout the podcast that it is a very cohesive album or mixtape, you should call it, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. um, so the the project itself is very cohesive, and and it does tell a story and everything, and so. Was that always the goal? Did you want to tell the story, or did you just want to capture the vibes? Like,
2: I wanted to kind of tell a story because I want people to know who I am through the music. Like, there's a lot about me that people don't know, and I think, I think it's easy for me to show people through the music. So, really, it's kind of like a story, you know?
1: Yeah. And so let's get into that. I think that leads perfectly because I think you started very strong with the intro now this was a track we we argued about all the time in the yeah. studio um <laughs> and so the intro track is um it's off of the instrumental of logics forty four bars and it's uh it's very it's a very strong strong way to start the tape I mean you kind of show showcase i mean both your lyrical abilities but just also like you you open up very deeply for an intro track i mean are you? Were you worried that that was that that doing that was going to turn a lot of people off, or were you, you yeah. just like I had to do this? Like,
2: I think in this day and age, people don't want to hear the message; they want to hear the music, like the good music, you know. But I think I think I put the two together, and uh, for it being an outro. Well, at first off, I want to say I used the forty-four bars instrumental because. Um, I was looking, I had, like, a lot of the mixtape done, and I was looking for, like, an intro track, and Logic dropped that mixtape, and I heard 44 bars, and I was like, I have to fucking use this, like, this is, like, this is it, and, like, the intro, the beginning before the beat drops is just so fucking cold. So I wanted the message of the intro to be, like, real personal, I wanted, I, I wanted it to be, like, like, this is who I am, like, I've had issues in my past, like, I think everybody has some fucked up shit that they go through, and I really wanted the intro to be, like, more of a message, like, this is who I am, this is what I can do, even if I have some problems, just like everybody else does, so kind of, like...
1: You wanted to connect with them, really.
2: Also, connecting and, like, proving people, like, you can do anything you want to do, just... You know what I? You know what yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, and say? I
1: think I think it's cool because I think you start off with okay, like this is my mindset now, and I think like throughout the album or mixtape rather, you see, uh, you see the growth in yourself, and then, yeah. and, and I think that's that,
2: what I was aiming
1: for. So you wanted to show off because I mean you have this line, uh, this is for the people with low confidence who's been there. I'm still there, like yeah. So I've at, had at that point, issues yeah.
2: all my life, and that's what I wanted to show people like I can do this and then the rest of the mixtape right. goes on. You know? Right,
1: yeah. And I think it transitions very well into 16, because, I mean, 16 is when yeah. you started rapping, right?
2: 16 is, like, a personal track, but it's also, like, pretty it's, hard yeah. for, like, a personal track, because, like, 16 is when I, I dropped my first EP called April. So, like, that's, you know, it's, like, real personal. And I, yeah. feel,
3: like, I feel like what you bring to that song is just, like, it's like the attitude of a 16 year old that doesn't really like, yeah. that he's kind of like still a little like ignorant and like, so fucking what i am going to yeah, do? Like, it, you know? yeah,
2: exactly. yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like me being 16, you know?
1: Exactly. And, and I think, I think, again, I think that those two tracks really show the growth at the end. Like you have to, you have to listen to the, to the mixtape front to back to really see that growth. Like, yeah, I and, agree. and totally. I think. I think that that does does a great job of it, and I think it establishes kind of a connection with the fans. Um, so let's get in, Let's skip forward a few tracks. Um, I wanted to talk about the interlude. Now, the interlude is something we discussed a lot. Is actually produced by Chris. Chris, how'd you come up with the concept of that of that beat?
2: Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. I remember texting Chris. I was like, Yo, I need a fucking interlude for this, and I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it, but. Um, this is when Chris was first starting, like, getting into producing, like, beat making, and, uh, I hit his line. Chris, if you want to talk about it, go ahead.
3: Yeah, it was, like, basically, he just hit me up, and, like, I don't know, the way me and Nick have always, like, me, we we understand that describing a sound is really hard, so, like, he came to me, he's like, yo, I need something, like, kind of jazzy that kind of sounds like, you know, it's kind of, it's not exactly a a beat that you're going to be actually rapping over, but it's more yeah. of like it, like it's there The the presence is just the music and that's it.
1: And you want to set the motion with the music, yeah, not e- the words.
3: That's exactly. what I
2: came at him with.
3: Exactly. And then, and so honestly, all I did was for, you know, I had, a, I had like a jazz kit that I've kind of messed around with before. And all I did was try and envision some sort of like Kendrick Lamar, like almost like a, <clears throat> to, pimp a of, yeah, to Pimp a Butterfly, like a, like a neo-soul type of like, well, not really right. neo-soul, but like, what, what am I trying to say? Like the, kind of like a, like a new, new jazz almost? Maybe yeah. Like, jazz, like yeah. the, the kind of like, there's like a whole movement right now in, um. Hip-hop. Hip-hop with like, you know, the jazz samples.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that started with To Pimp a Butterfly. Which,
3: hey, no samples either.
1: Yeah, no samples. No samples. And so, yeah, he did, I, I think it's actually one of the most, just in terms of. The instrumental is, I think it's one of the best instrumentals on the project. I would say it's beautiful. It it does. Now, where did the drugs and beautiful women come from? Because, I mean, when you hear it, it's very, it's very happy. It's very uplifting, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. Because to me, who doesn't love drugs and beautiful women, you know? Like, drugs and beautiful women is such a happy concept. Like, at this. That's like the best, that's all
3: anybody wants. Right.
2: It's like, it's, it's supposed to be like, it makes you happy. Drugs and Beautiful Women can make you happy. It's not everything, but in the moment, it can make you happy. And that's what I wanted to go for. Because that, that's how the emotion is. Do you agree?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the emotion like it gives is yeah, very and uplifting. People might and positive. not
2: see that, but to me, that's what the feeling
1: is. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like that's, that's why I wanted to bring it up is because I feel that that's going to be the one that kind of just goes over a lot of people's yeah, head. Yeah, and I
2: understood that from the get-go, but it's
1: me and how it's i kind feel that, personally
3: that that's like a moment that's there for people who really like hip hop like who are like it's yeah. there for hip hop heads you know what i'm saying yeah. like people understand like that you don't always skip over the interlude the interlude does play a major part mm-hmm. you know in in that, the, project, in the yeah. whole story of the album or yeah. project whatever it is
1: yeah whatever you want to call it um so well so i love i love that and that that kind of to me it sets um and and I know this um, for a fact, just like being in the studio so, with you. So like this really starts off like a, a set portion, and my personal favorite portion of the mixtape, which is all the love songs with playing yes. and say my name. I love these songs. And so um and in these you're both addressing drugs and beautiful women, right? Yeah. Like right yeah. like, So you're so you're using that instrumental. To, and it's kind of it's kind of weird because you have you have the contrast of it, like you said, it starts off the drugs and beautiful women instrumental is very happy, yeah. but then uh playing is also which we'll get into in a second, very good song, love it um Thank you. <laughs> so in in terms it of that and then say my name, which is darker, which we'll we'll kind of talk about that so mm-hmm. so you kind of showed both aspects of it, right is that what you were going for?
2: yeah, that's what I was going for I want because I think those two things are very big distractions uh, but also inspirations at the same time drugs and beautiful women i think can be beneficial and um like bad for you like toxic you know
1: right right okay so let's get into it let's get into playing so this is this is one of my favorite favorites
2: i love that motherfucker yes he always brings something great to the table
1: yes okay so i've been shout out i mean i'm gonna shout myself out here i was the one who kind of (laughs) I'm kind of Pushed responsible for the connection between these two artists. But yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Beanitz is, is a dude from Wisconsin. <laughs> Shout out to Beanitz, that's my guy. This is might be, I've been on him since, like, since hype. Like, that's, like, Bro, 2013. And so he, right, amen, amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> Makes a goddamn noise for <laughs> beanuts everybody. <laughs> but, um, no, no, it's, the thing I wanted to say is that I feel like this is one of his best verses ever. Yeah, and, this
2: verse is so good.
1: I just feel bad for you because it's on your tape.
2: No, I'm glad he did that. Fuck Damn. you. Yeah. Damn. Are, i, is, I was just is gonna Taking like. Shots, are y'all about to
3: start like subtweeting once this podcast is over? Like, <laughs>
1: no, no. I wish yeah. you never said that. Like, there's there's I'll no make a beef. Song about it. There's no beef. I mean, it is it is such a good verse, but no, um, his I'll...
2: verse definitely outdid mine. But it wasn't the point. It wasn't like oh. Yeah. i'm about to have bars on this this is me right. telling a story you know? right
1: right and then he just came in and did like and his own his thing his own story and yeah. it was really it was really cool i mean this is i've shown people this i mean i've had this record for months and so like i kind of got to show it around to some friends yeah. and like this was always the consensus favorite like yeah, i think this
3: is one of my favorites too definitely so white girls like fucking number one play on their fucking <laughs> oh yeah for <laughs> this sure
1: is for the ladies this is for the ladies. And so, so anyways, I want to talk about your verse because, I mean, <laughs> despite what I just said about Venus verse, I do really <laughs> like your verse a lot. And I thought, I thought you guys brought contrasting um, thoughts to it. And so, with that, with that verse, was that, was there like, was was the inspiration, um, was the inspiration just like a particular woman or was it just, or was it the idea, the yeah, concept? The,
2: the inspiration was a particular girl and, um, This girl really impacted me, and, like, one night, I was just, like, you know, really in my feels about it, and I wanted to, I wanted to get shit off my chest, and, um, yeah, I mean, I do have songs where it's just, like, the concept of a girl, but this particular one, and she knows who she is, too, um, I actually emailed this song to her. Really? Yeah, I emailed to her, and she emailed me back, it was pretty tight.
1: That's a gutsy move.
2: Yeah, I know. I I think I was drunk or something, but, um. (laughs) Yeah, it's about a particular girl.
1: Yeah, and so with that being said, with with all that, I think it is one of your more personal verses. Um, yeah, it's would, very personal. Would you agree? But it's kind of almost in. It's in a happy song. Like it's not. It's not sad or, yeah. or dark.
2: And De- first of all, Devin Baldwin on that hook, she's a fucking yeah. amazing singer. I know. I've like
3: ever since G Easy, which I give him a lot of credit for, her, like her being kind of brought up. like yeah. That's, like that. He was the one that really like. You know, I like. Her most, some of her most glorified like appearances are on g Yeah, Because yeah, really. this,
2: this is a G-Eazy instrumentalist.
3: Yeah, acting exactly. Up. Which I've yeah, known this, and it was funny because I had the instrumental saved a long time ago before I even knew the song. Mm-hmm. like really? I, I found the instrumental and I was like, "This is tight."
2: It's a and real then, tight. And
3: thing. then, like, I mean, I already knew who G-Eazy was, but I didn't think that it was an actual instrumental until I, at one point, heard the song and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, damn." But no, I really like it's such a good instrumental. It's yeah, beautiful. it is
2: really good. I heard it. Yeah, the first time I heard it, it like clicked in my head, and I went home and wrote that verse. Like literally, I was in the car and I played the instrumental on accident. I accidentally clicked it, and uh, it just and it just happened. Fate just kind of happened, yeah, right? it was awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's one of my favorite songs off off the record, and me too. I think I think, and then say my name. Explain. Explain the contrast between those two, because there is there is a very um, strong contrast between those two records.
2: I think I think "Say My Name" is more more of an idea of a woman that I'm I'm talking to, like not a specific woman, but you know a girl in general who has who has problems. Like that song's supposed to be me talking to a girl, and "Playing" is a song talking about a girl and like Mm -hmm. issues we've had but um if you listen to say my name like real closely um it's kind of like it's kind of like me talking to a girl that has problems like me me saying like like yeah life can fuck you over sometimes like life's a bitch sometimes but like like just live in the moment you know
1: yeah and I I love the I love the sampling you did on say my name It, it was fantastic it was Top of the level again, another one of my favorite songs. I think, like I said, this is my favorite like portion of the mixtape. Yeah, is is the if you I guess you can call it the love portion mm-hmm. of the mixtape. Um, <laughs>
3: my favorite portion is the portion that I'm on.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> whose mans is this? Whose mans is this? Who invited this? We'll guy? get
1: we'll get into your portion because yeah, that's because that. That <laughs> that's coming up. So okay, so too real for rap. Now this was a very uh kind of a last second record. Yeah,
2: this is like last second. So. I had, um, I had two songs in the making and, uh, I was, I I wasn't sure what I was going to do with these two songs. I didn't have them both a hundred percent written. I've had them, I had them both kind of recorded like the hooks and like one of them, I had the verses and the bridge, but I wasn't really feeling it. And like, I want to feel, you know, I want to feel that like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to put it out. And, um, So, I came across this guy, like, two months ago, Vinny Cash. Shout out to Vinny Cash, Detroit Represent. Um, and I, like, asked him if he wanted to work. And, um, he had this song called Too Real for Rap, and he sent me, he sent me the song without his second verse on it, and, uh, I put my verse on it. And it's, it's really something I wanted to talk about, too, because, um, if you listen to that song it's it's talking about how the, the rap game in my perspective like how the rap game is maybe changing cuz you know the past 10 years have been a has been a very big change for right. hip hop and uh, so really that's what I that's what we talked about on that song like me going off of his first verse and I think our voices really clashed well in that song that's
1: one yes. of my favorites Yes two very songs. different styles yeah. but they but the, they they complement each other. Yeah,
2: I love that song. shout yeah. out to Vinny
1: Cash. Yeah, shout out to Vinny Cash because that was that was a really dope record. and I feel like that was something that the it, it's funny I didn't realize that this this that this mixtape was missing it until I heard it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then uh, Chris can attest to this. We were talking as soon as like the day you sent me it, and then and then we both kind of just said yes, this was a missing element. Yeah, and, and
2: I I thought the same thing. Yeah, and it
1: just kind of it just kind of happened yeah. like that. Okay, so Chris, we're gonna bring you in for this part, too, because this part is, um, the, the next two tracks, Task Force, Task Force, and Every Time We Ride. Bro, These Task two.
2: Force, we've been working on? That was, was literally <laughs> the longest song process ever. Longest? Like, two months. Like, yeah, like, literally two months. And we got it done the first night, but, you know, shit goes wrong sometimes with mixing and recording, and, uh... So we had to redo it, when we went to go redo it, I was sick. So my voice was all fucked up. And then Torian got sick like the week after that. So his voice is all fucked up. And, and then my my shit didn't lay down, right? Yeah. So really this song was a pain in the <coughs> ass, but it goes hard as fuck. Yeah. I I do think It was, so, think worth it. It was like, so worth it. I do
1: think in the end being um I do think that Task Force is your hardest verse on this mixtape. I will I will 100% co-sign that. Maybe I, it I, might
2: be. It, there's it's arguable. I ride with that 100. percent That in my first verse on every time we ride. Yeah,
1: yeah. Every time we ride too. So task force is just straight up straight. This bars. this one okay. You talk about for hip hop heads. This is the track for hip hop heads. I mean this is straight bars. I mean you got you got you you got Jew you got Chris and you got Torin right. Yeah. And all four of you guys just just That's go sad. bars. No hook. Nothing. No hook. Nothing. Just straight bars. Shout
2: out to Terry for that yeah shout out to beat. terry
3: for the instrumental that that instrumental is hard that, it's like
2: that instrumental goes so hard there's
3: like it, it, there's like a shady 2.0 element to it yeah it's kind of tight. really it's like a it. very cypher type beat yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like your, and that's why like but it's we like, got like almost spit. like brought to like a new age and terry like throws his own spin on it too which is really cool yeah. like i don't know the way that the snare hits is not is like nothing you've ever heard it's like a snare mixed with a horn like that where else are you so gonna find hard. that yeah One of a kind.
1: And then every time we ride, so Chris, Chris, if I'm gonna be honest with you, I think you fucked up here because you found it and then you gave this beat to (laughs) you gave this beat to Nick. No, no, I should
2: have kept this song for my
1: own. (laughs) You should have kept this song for yourself. Listen,
2: this is how this went though. I hit up Chris, and I said, "Yo, I want you to be on this mixtape. I want you to give me a hook, and I'll rap the verses." This motherfucker showed me a hook that same day. And I was like, "Yo, this is it. I I need to spit verses on this." And and then, and then he has the nerve to not send it to me. I like kind. It was kind of like a tease, almost. Like
3: I showed it to him, but I'm like, "But no, you can't use this." Like, like, it was like this is
2: here, like up for grabs. But,
3: but nah, because I'm it, use it. in the moment I was like, "Yo." I'm about to be a real nice dude and give him this hook real quick. But then I was listening to it as I was showing it to him. And I'm like, this shit kinda yo, hard, this color, I'm not about to give this to him. I was like, <laughs> no, I, I, I oh, totally, that's mine." as <laughs> an Very artist, good.
2: I totally understand that though. But he, he made up for it, obviously, by coming at me with a hot ass hook. Yeah, like, yeah. That, oh man,
3: that was some crazy shit. Like I found that beat and I was fucking with it and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I was listening to it forever. And one of uh, somebody we all know, uh JJ,
1: yeah,
3: Justice Lorenz, the home JJ o, shout out. He was in the shout he, to JJ. He o. was in the studio with me while I was like, you know, kind of like playing it back over and over. I'm like, you know, what can I do to this? And he's like, bro, this is one of my favorite instrumentals I've ever heard in my life. I, I said like, that too. I yeah, said that like, A lot of people are like, this instrumental is crazy, and I like uh, it's a. Uh, I mean, no no bullshit, I found it on YouTube. Like, that's, like, a huge yeah, outlet for new, like... That is a huge Like, outlet. Our, like you know, beat, pe- producers now, like, you get, like... You go on there and you see that these videos have 150,000 views and shit, like, from people, like, just looking up beats. Like, yeah, just just right. strictly rap instrumentals. And so, like, shout-out to Nate J.A., who made the beat. I've actually kind of, like... I've kind of... We've always been, like, freestyling over his beats and shit, and I just found this one. I was like, oh, I'm rolling with this. Yeah, it then, beats so hard. And then I, I kind of, like, pressured Nick into letting me get a verse on it, too, because I really like the uh, Yeah, it was I originally
2: going to be just him on the hook, and then uh, me on the verses. Or me, yeah, me on the verses. But it turned out to uh, have Chris on the verse, too, which went hard as fuck, so...
1: So it all worked I'm out. I'm happy
2: about
3: it. Shouts. And that that, that song, I feel
1: like that's the least you could do, is get a verse yeah. since you gave him... no
3: yeah, totally. And that song was actually kind of a process, too, because, like, we, we've, like... <laughs> We sat, alert. we sat down and did it and then ended up shooting a music video, like, so we didn't finish it. Yeah. Then we sat down and did it one night and then got, you know, too, uh, too, uh, you too, know, uh, absent minded, uh, yeah, because yeah, we was chilling, you know. And so, like, but finally one day we were like, all right, let's just fucking get this done right now, and it just turned out so good, dude. Yeah, like, this song is
2: one of my favorites,
1: yeah, absolutely one of my favorites. I think I've said that on four songs now, but you know, but. whatever <laughs> they are your favorite. But nah, seriously, dude, every time we ride one of my favorite instrumentals, this is a song that, without a doubt, I mean this was one of the last ones to be recorded, yeah. but i um, this is without a doubt gonna be like the first one I show to people, like yeah I've
2: emailed this song to like three different people, yeah, yeah. this is a song this is a heart this is one of my favorites seriously.
1: and it seriously is like to be honest with you, like hundred percent honest with you, it's one of my favorite instrumentals I've heard in my life, like. I just really love this instrument. Yeah, it's got this that guy sample, is sample. That sample from, super talented. Uh, what's your what's his name because I feel we got to shout him out for the instrument.
2: Nate Nate JA. Nate, Nate JA. J. You made a dope ass beat, bro. Yes.
1: Yes, thank you Thank you Nate J. You blessed you. <laughs> you blessed you bless this mixtape. <laughs> um, so then let's get into uh let's get into the outro. So that every time we ride leads into the outro, the end of the album obviously being the outro. Um, mixtape Yeah, mixtape, you know, whatever. I think it's good enough to be an album. All right,
2: a good comeback.
1: Yeah, but that's how you save yourself. Mixtape, you know. Yeah, it's technically a mixtape. Um, it's free. Don't worry. It's an album that's free ninety (laughs) nine. But uh, be on iTunes. But uh, the outro, no, the outro is is a real great track. Uh, draped up, draped up, draped up. And I think, I think that it's so cool when you listen to when you listen to this uh, to the intro track more than an intro and then you listen to draped up i think like you just really kind of get the difference but you don't really get the difference unless you've listened to the whole tape cuz i mean the whole tape you address your problems with women you address you, you know your problems with confidence you address all these things yeah. the issues of just being a, a local rapper struggling to get your name out there uh-huh. like so you you address all these problems and i think that just the the difference between the intro and outro just the feel of the instrumentals everything about it just i think shows a drastic change and and growth in in your um in your musical ability in terms of and just your growing process mm-hmm. yeah so,
3: draped up is such like a magical instrumental like, yeah it, it is it's like i don't know there's just something about it like it just it just fucking it, it's a draped good up? yeah, yeah that's that a good sample i don't it, know it's what a that's good, from but it's a good way to just bring everything to a close like it's like the calm at that's the end of the That's a good way to get sued, by the, the way, calm, saying you don't know where to sand. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a. Uh, uh,
1: but uh,
2: but the calm, yeah, the calm at the end of the storm, that's a very good way to put it, that that's really that's really how it is. It's calming too. Like um it's like it's some like smooth the smooth shit. It's some smooth ass shit. You hear me? But uh <laughs> <laughs> So the outro to me is like is me saying, like, yo, I'm draped up, like, going through this whole process of the mixtape from everything I said in it, and shit I've been through, people I'm going through this shit with, it's, uh, it's like me saying, like, compared to the intro, the intro is like, this is where I'm at now, draped up, saying, now, after the whole process is finished, this is where I'm at, I'm feeling good, because that's how I was feeling by the end of the mixtape, you know what I mean?
1: yeah i I feel that one hundred percent um i I think that the, again, like I said, not to kind of repeat myself, but I think it's important like it does show the growth in you as a person like and and as an artist like in terms of both musically and you know yeah personally. Dra-
3: draped up, you're just like more sure of yourself
2: yeah, and like you can tell by the lyrics like um i the first line, I want that California lifestyle a pocket full of money, watch the honeys run wild. Like, it's like it's something like, I'm aiming yeah, for. it's like what's coming next. Yeah. And it's like, I'm one step closer to that goal. It's so like, because of the mixtape. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. Because of this. It's yeah. like,
3: it's like leaving, it's like, you know, leaving the end of a movie open for a sequel. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If that's like, exactly what it's like.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I love that. I love the, I love the outro. Um, let's get into the I want to, I want to close with some, with some other thoughts. Like just, about the mixtape in general. So, um, first, I wanted to talk about the features. Um, did you go in with the mindset of I want, I want this many features, or I want these people? Like, what was what was the plan, or did you just wing it? And then you just heard a beat, and like, ah, oh, this is for you know Chris, or this is for MJ, cool. or whatever.
2: I, I think I I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for the people I'm surrounded by, and. I think these people bring out the best in me. Mm-hmm. You know, like even you two here with me. Like, yeah, your you know? number one ghostwriter, Chris Platy. <laughs> Chill out.
1: But uh... no, nah, I wrote this whole tape front no, to no, back. Loki, why good. you think he's so hard? Why you think the lyrics so hard? No. Yeah,
3: I was, gonna, I was gonna have to hit you with the with the, the traditional Charlemagne. Yeah. All right, so who are you ghostwriters on this one?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Um, I think I think everybody everybody that I worked with on this brought out the best in me and. I, I feel like I have a lot of features on this like there might be like four songs where it's only me the whole the whole song but I think that's okay because um first of all it brings out different sounds and and keeps it interesting you know what I mean yeah and uh like I said these, these and also people, on those
1: you had collapse right like you had like feedback and everything like involved in those processes of, Yeah, definitely. even those individuals like, like
2: like these people wanna fuck with me like um that that Bean It song or the, or the Vinny Cash remix I did, like, um, I think it's it's really important to have other people to make music with. Well, yeah,
3: like, it's, I, I think it's great, like, creatively. It's so much more, like, I don't know, you end up, the success rate is higher when you're working with somebody else. Yeah, like, I
2: totally agree. And this being my first mixtape. Oh,
3: that's your J. Cole
2: unless you're unless j. J. Cole j cole and, and you go you double, double platinum with right. no features but, I mean,
3: in case One you day. didn't know in case, case
1: you didn't know j cole's album went double platinum with no features
2: <laughs> but this is this being my first mixtape i don't think i need to go double platinum with no features you know what i mean i yeah you could just go triple
1: platinum yeah, with I can features. Just
2: go tri- yeah exactly just make safe on can, iTunes. I guess what? you can settle. Yeah, I guess I can settle for triple platinum. I
1: mean, we don't need to be picky here. Let's not, let's not get too ambitious here. I think I think we'll settle for triple platinum. Yeah,
2: I'll just settle for that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's whatever.
1: As long as them ghostwriting checks are good, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You'll get a, you'll get a cut. Don't worry.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. All right, so.
3: I'm gonna get a check for moral support. And, uh, yeah. and there's no yeah, checks hey. for
2: moral support. Get out the room.
3: Oh, oh for real for real <laughs> that's how you
1: treat. you just go <laughs> thanking everybody for all the features all the help Do you know, i send some just... shade yeah or, okay
2: maybe i'm just gonna
3: he add, thinks he's the hot stuff now after this p-
1: podcast oh, in case you missed it jetta this track beef. coming
2: rapper beef hey. official here nick heel and chris adams rapper beef coming to you live
3: i might driveway.
1: hop on that track too if the checks ain't right
0: <laughs>
1: but um no, no let's get back to let's get back to the podcast so okay so this was the one Hello, thing i, I took away. <laughs> the one thing I took away was the idea that this was very diverse, like you were flexing a bunch of different um, sounds and different styles both, both flow and everything and I wanted to say that like um one it one it, it it somehow is cohesive like it does work so oh, I, no. I i really like that <laughs> <laughs> so
3: I, somehow, I, I, don't I,
1: I don't know I no i didn't mean <laughs> it to sound like that but you know what i mean like it it's just like it's different it's different instrumentals and different uh different uh sounds but it's but it's still cohesive yeah. and with that being said though there are different sounds in this and different styles like we said the love portion you know the you know the task force every time we ride is different from the the rest of yeah the bars like so was there any from this mixtape was there any sounds that you created that interest you and made you want to dive into that avenue more like maybe do a project on love because i mean i know that's something you're like very inspired by or maybe do one just bars or do you know what i mean like
2: i think i think definitely one because love is like a is like a huge thing to me like universal yeah and people can feel that and I, I know i'm not the only one and um you know i think we've all we've all had like emotions like that and i i think i think it's important to uh, express those and i think i can express them best through music and i even dropped an ep called ily which uh is strictly about love it's only 3 songs though but it's strictly about love but that's something i would like to do in the future is is make something ab- about love like stick to one emotion you know because people can relate to that yeah everyone has emotions and
1: he's a ladies man so he knows I'm what he's a, talking about when it comes to love he's, he's doing all right i i see you i <laughs> see you. you're you doing all right. all right it's all right out here <laughs> it's all right out here um so what was the la- the last thing i wanted to ask before we get out of here um was what was the most difficult process uh, in the creation of the mixtape was it trying to make everything cohesive was it the mixing was it the recording i mean it could have been anything from in terms of figuring out the concepts uh any anything i think
2: making it all cohesive was a a big challenge to me because um as you know the only projects i've dropped in the past have been eps right like six seven songs or under and uh and the reason i did that is because i guess I guess just like anything else in life, it's just, like, practice, you know? Like, you're on a football team. You you didn't feel ready to
1: release a full project. Those
2: things to me was just practice. And um, so keeping it cohesive, and I feel great about it because this is the first time I've actually ever made, well, this being my first mixtape, too, which is fucking awesome, Um, keeping it cohesive is a a big goal that I, I think I've achieved in this. Uh, it's always been a challenge for me, so that that's probably the hardest part. But you did mention mixing, and um, I you know I can't hire no fucking like amazing engineers. It's me and my homies in the studio, like yeah. mixing our own shit. And you know I can only go so far with that with the skills right. we have. Like we rap, but you got to know the basics to make good music. And um, so yeah, I think those two things are the hardest parts of this this project.
1: All right, everybody. Well, it here it is. It is somewhere in the valley. It somewhere is out in now. The valley. It is it,
2: out now. Get that shit. Go get it and Downloaded. support it.
1: Uh, go ahead and tell them where, where it's at, where you can find it at.
2: You can find it at soundcloud.com slash nickheal, H-E-A-L. Some people spell it H-E-E-L, but that's your foot. My last name is H E A L. That's that's going down in fucking history, dog. That's funny. But that's but to get that out there just in case. Like that's your foot. Shout out foots.
1: Yeah, we can. Foots everywhere.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Foots are out here. Foots are out.
1: Shout out to foots everywhere for holding us down, supporting us.
3: Foots are yeah for supporting us (laughs) through 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 this Whole mixtape. Yeah, supporting us through everything, (laughs) through thick and thin.
1: Well, look, I just want to say. Before we close this podcast, I want to say that I'm officially, okay, you guys know I'm the most plugged in person around here when it comes to, when it comes to local artists. I know everybody. I know Sino. I know Josh. I know you guys. I know Chris. I know Drew. I know everybody that's well, rapping out here. i know okay. you guys. <laughs> I said, nah, I, said
3: <laughs> I know you guys. I know Chris. I know, like I'm Well, so, then I started naming I'm, some of the task force.
1: You feel me? All right. So my point is, is that, yo, I have to say something. It may offend you other local rappers out there. But no, this comes from a place of love. This boy Nick heal right now has dropped the best project, the 586, the HTP, whatever you want to call it, has seen. And this man has a crown around here. So Thank you guys you, got to snatch it from him, all right? Snatch so you guys got to get your bars Please. up and work hard and make something that tops this, all right? Take
2: it. You know, my head a little bit big, so this crown don't fit too well. So you can try and snatch it if you want.
3: That's my goal. That That's my goal of my project. I'm exactly a, that's how, see, that's look, how I'm about work. to uh, we already got uh, people coming at me my, it's alright <laughs> not, not a no su- right. let's, not see, a, let's oh, see if uh, you still get featured now <laughs> not, not, a no, not a no such shit but I'm saying I'm gonna obvi- I wanna aim to top him like that's how
2: that's that, how we that's, we how, we, that's compet- how we work that's how we grow
3: yeah, yeah
1: and, and that's where I'm saying it from let me be 100% clear Josh knows I got love for him. Sino knows I got love for him. Like all your people, like I know I know Game Boy's in the works. I know Josh Munt's got an EP with Bryce coming up. I know Chris yeah. has got got. In case you missed it, I Icy see Michigan. I see Michigan. You know, you know it's it's a little secret right now, but Jetta season's coming too. So yeah. like I know you guys are, I know you guys are coming. I know I know Theron's coming. I know I know Jet. Like I know all these people are bringing it. So I'm saying this from a place of love. I want to see y'all. I want to see all y'all win. But y'all gotta y'all gotta use this, support your boy locally, but at the same time, you gotta draw inspiration from this, and you gotta realize that this boy's got the crown right now. There ain't no discussion about it. So you guys gotta take it from him. I love you. you feel me? You guys gotta take it from him. And we're gonna end it there, alright? Mm-hmm. So let's well,
3: let's let me, let me add one side note. I've done this whole podcast with a Mewtwo hat on. I just wanted to point that it's out. It's my
2: Mewtwo hat.
3: But I found it, and now I'm wearing it, and it don't fit Nick, because as he has stated, his head is
2: too big. My head is really big for my body. I need to work Like, out I don't it. know if
3: y'all have never seen this cat, but, like,
1: you
2: <laughs> do got like, a big damn, head. damn, It could be, like... Fucking planet.
1: Mewtwo the hardest though. No, hey, yeah, Mewtwo.
2: exactly. Yeah, Mewtwo. Yeah. You know he's saying? already
1: he's already making the statement that he's coming for the crowd. He's like, I got Mewtwo on my side. Yeah, like, exactly. What? I got Mewtwo. Look at that thing. Mewtwo. He's like, cool, he's like, he's like, you may be Mew, but I'm Mewtwo. You feel me? Like, you know that, what I'm saying? If that There's fit my head,
3: you,
2: that is me, bitch. Like, <laughs> I on Bro, them, like, if that fit my head, I would wear that every single day. I, I would fucking go in the shower with that bitch on. I don't care. So
3: yeah, I'm probably you'll probably find me fucking your bitch with a Mewtwo hat on.
2: Probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's the best way to end this podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter
2: at Heel Nick again, H E A L, not
0: H E E.
1: Send them booty pics on Snapchat, send, which is oh the, yeah, my, send nudes, send new. My
2: Snapchat is also Heel Nick, H E A L N I C K, same as my Twitter. Um, would you guys like to plug yourself? Look at, well, I'm, I'm gonna over plug myself. It's my podcast. Wow, I'm, right gonna plug,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug. I don't care how hot your mixtape is. This is still my podcast. So, all right, guys, you know the deal. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Snapchat at crispy eleven thirty two. That's c h r i s p y eleven thirty two. You can follow me again on Snapchat, and Twitter, and I even today on Snapchat as I was recording this podcast. I um, I gave you some behind the scenes looks at it. So, um, so you guys can stay tuned. And those two those two ways are the best ways to listen to my podcast. And and to um and to just stay connected with me because I I advertise through Snapchat and Twitter exclusively so that's where that's where you'll find the link to my iTunes you'll find the link to my Podbean which has every episode both NBA and strictly hip hop and uh, fellas it was nice having you guys on Thank and I think, I think I think you tough. guys will be on I think you guys will be on soon again when it's uh when it's the next project dropping when right it's Jetta season. When it's Jetta season. Right now it's, it's Healy season. Right now it's Healy season. Hashtag Healy season. Go, 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 out, go out and go buy out your Heelys. pair
3: of Healy's off <laughs> eBay.
1: Them bitches okay, are Them hard.
2: bitches. Size 10. That's what I wear. Send them to my house. I'll pull up on your bitch on some
1: Healy's. I yeah, I seen them skirting over to my bitch's house the other day. It's I got kind of worried. <laughs> but uh, Watch no. Watch your bitch. Watch your bitch. <laughs> No, guys. Thank you, guys, for being on the podcast. Uh, absolute you, love. Play. I'm proud of you for all the work you put in. I thank I was you, there bro. behind the scenes. You know, yeah. All those thing. all yeah. those arguments we had in the studio, everything like it all it all worked out yeah, somewhere yeah. in the valley. It happened somewhere in the valley. No, um, just just want to let you guys know, you couldn't have done it without me.
2: I really couldn't. Have. <laughs> 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 no, no I'm, that's real
1: shit. Okay, so. guys. I'm kidding, guys. This guy is special. This guy is. This is only the, the beginning of something great. Mm-hmm. And for all the other local artists, I hope y'all get inspired and come on my podcast and promote your projects. So um, we'll be in touch with we'll be in touch with you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Strictly Hip Hop Local Artists Episode 4, Nick Heal and Chris Adams, Somewhere in the Valley. All right? We're peace, gonna end it there. Peace. Peace. Yeah, I be. love you. You heard of yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs>